Hey folks, Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health here. Hope you're having a great day. Today I wanted to talk about a question that I have for you that came up last week as I was working with an absolutely wonderful person. Are you ready for it? The question is, are you willing to be the black sheep or are you willing to be the weird one? So I was talking with, again, an absolutely wonderful person and they were sharing with me they'd gotten a diagnosis of celiac disease. So if you remember, celiac disease is the most severe form of a gluten issue. Now, it is certainly possible to have problems with gluten that are not celiac disease. That's one of the common misconceptions people have. If they have an issue with gluten, they think, oh, I have celiac disease. No, not necessarily. So there's a range of gluten issues, and the most severe of which is celiac disease. Now, celiac disease is actually a bona fide autoimmune disease that is triggered when someone consumes gluten. So gluten in the form of wheat, rye, barley, or anything that is either contaminated with or has some wheat in it, okay? Um, and what happens, that autoimmunity can affect all different parts of the body, from the intestines to the brain to the joints to all sorts of things. So one thing to keep in mind, if you have autoimmune-like issues and you've tried and you've tried and you've tried to get a diagnosis and you've tried different things and, you know, the doctors are really stumped as to what's going on for you, you have strange or you have strange symptoms that nobody can figure out what's going on, it is worth looking into whether celiac disease might be the cause of the problem or not. Now, you don't necessarily need a colonoscopy. There are blood tests that can be done by any doctor uh, that can diagnose whether you have celiac disease or not. Now, again, the problem is the symptoms can, can be quite different from what we usually expect. The classic celiac disease is diarrhea and weight loss. So people can become really thin, they can become anemic or have low iron levels, fatigue. But celiac disease, can that's one way it can manifest, but often it doesn't. And the symptoms can be pretty much anywhere in the body. So most people with celiac disease go years of having symptoms and suffering before someone finally tests them and finds out, finds out they have celiac disease. So please, something to keep in mind. Great topic there, but not the one I'm aiming for today uh, with you. So this person found out they had celiac disease. Now, the most important thing to do if you have celiac disease is not to eat gluten. Now, a lot of people take this too far in, in non-celiac disease. There are a lot of people out there who have issues with gluten who don't have celiac disease. And if that's you, then you really should stay away from gluten. It can make you miserable, can cause a variety of symptoms, but um, it is not as bad for you. In the case of celiac disease, gluten is literally poison. When you eat it, it triggers your immune system in a severe way to go and attack your body and cause damage and destruction to, to different parts of your body. So while it's important for people who find they're gluten sensitive to avoid gluten, when someone has celiac disease, this takes on a whole another level for them. They truly and deeply 
need to avoid gluten forever, or at least until some sort of gene therapy or other intensive therapy comes along, you know, not one morsel of gluten ever should pass a person's lips who has celiac disease. And what this person found out was that despite this, despite the diagnosis, despite the fact that it was, quote unquote, a real problem with gluten, this person found that family and friends gave them a hard time about it, about having to have different food, about having to have different utensils and different dishes to stay away from gluten. They would not make the house gluten-free, which is what we like seriously recommend. If someone in your family has celiac disease, the house really needs to become 100% gluten-free. If other members of the family who don't have celiac disease want to eat gluten, more power to them, but leave the house. Go to a restaurant, buy it at the store, do whatever. Eat it in your car, eat it at work, but don't bring it back into the house. That's just making things doubly, triply hard for the person who needs to avoid that food. So this person found that you know, they were being sabotaged at every different turn. And despite having the diagnosis of a of celiac disease for a while now, they were not gluten-free. And they were really suffering with a whole variety of symptoms because of it. So one of the discussions that we had to have, looping back here to our original point, was this person had to be willing to deal with any of that drama that came from standing up from themselves, from insisting they needed to make changes that may not be popular at their work or with the family and the home for their own health and well-being. They had to be willing to be the weirdo, willing to be the black sheep. And ultimately, and I'm very happy for them, they made that decision. Now, thankfully, after talking about it with family and friends, some of them, at least somewhat, started to come around. But we can't count on that. Listen, not all of us have celiac disease, thankfully, but our society is set up to make us sick. If we just do what everyone else is doing, we're going to get the same results everyone else is getting. And we see that sickness, ill health, and disease, sadly, are becoming the norm for most people. If we want to be healthy, we have to swim against that tide we have to do things differently. We have to be willing to be the black sheep in the flock or the weirdo. We have to put up with, you know, uninformed people making fun of us, telling us what we're doing is wrong or that we're being stupid or orthorexic, a term that is way too cavalierly used for anyone who cares about what they're eating and maybe eats different from what a quote-unquote normal person in our society eats. All right, folks, so that is it for today. Listen, if you want to be healthy, you need to be willing to be the black sheep, to be the weirdo. Now, in a perfect world, and hopefully in yours, your family, your friends, your coworkers will support you in your health journey. That is by far the best the chance of success is much higher. But for many of us, unfortunately, that doesn't happen. And what ends up happening is we have to be that weirdo who does things differently, who eats differently, who sleeps differently, who exercises differently, who lives differently if we value our health. Hopefully, you will choose to be that black sheep 
or that weirdo while working to get support from wherever you can. If your family and friends are not that place, please reach out and get more support in other places. Speaking of getting more support, if you're dealing with digestive issues or autoimmunity, we need to talk. There's a good chance that we can change your life. We can help you to live a bigger and better life. And the first step is simply a conversation. Let's chat, see what's going on for you, and see if we can help. There's probably a good chance we can, although we are not the right fit for everyone, and we will not work with anybody. We are not confident we can help them. So let's have a conversation. Give us a call. Send us a message. Drop us an email. Let's have a chat. Let's see what's going on. Make sure we're the right fit. If we are, we'll talk about next steps. We'll get things going, get you on your way to a bigger and better life. And if we're not the right fit, that is a-okay. We'll do our best to refer you to the person who can best help you. All right. With that, folks, hope you're having a good one. Until next time, take care.